Please remain standing for God's word. Uh, Today's scripture comes from Psalm 78, verses 1 through 7. Give ear, O my people, to my teachings. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from old. Things that we have heard and known that our ancestors have told us. We will not hide them from their children. We will tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done. He established a decree in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our ancestors to teach to their children that the next generation might know them. To the children yet unborn, and rise up and tell them to their children so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. This is the word of God for the people of God. Morning, church. It is good to see you today, both in person and online. We're glad you're joining us today. We have a special treat. We've, uh, because of COVID-19, done things differently over the last few months. And one of the things that's been really different is how we've recognized our seniors. We had an online service uh, about a month or so ago, and we recognized the seniors. And today, well, I've got two of our seniors here that's going to share with us, as well as our youth pastor. This is uh, Christian Palacios, Palacio, uh, Noah Bales, that you know of as David's son, or maybe you know David as Noah's dad, and then Josh Crawford, our youth minister. I, uh, what we're going to do today is I, I want to let them, through a series of questions, Talk about their experience of the church and their faith. And I hope everybody gets to see this because I've heard their stories and it's some of the most inspiring things that I have heard in my ministry. Let me start. Uh, Christian, David, uh, tell us something about yourself. What, what are your plans? Noah, did I, what I say? It's fine. David's my middle name. He's just calling me by my middle name. <laughs> I, I, I do that to my kids. Did I call him David? Okay. David is over here. That's just Noah. <laughs> what are your plans? Noah, go ahead. Uh, this fall, I'll be enrolled in Abilene Christian University, and I will be majoring in molecular biology. Now, wait a minute. That... Your, your dad's a musician, your mother's a graphic artist, and you're going into microbiology? I picked a real job. You picked a real job. <laughs> okay, be sure and speak into the microphone. So. And, and Christian, what about you? I'm going to go to, oh, oh, um, I'm going to be going to Texas Tech in the fall. Uh, for electrical engineering. Yeah, Reckham. Reckham. <laughs> um, I wanted to do electrical engineering because it was just something that felt really appealing to me for some reason. I don't know, doing like 
electrical work at the house. I don't know. It's just like kind of my hobby. I don't know. I'm a weird, I'm a really weird person if you haven't figured that out already. Um, one thing I've considered doing also in college, if the opportunity comes, is probably ministry. Um, I kind of get the inspiration from Josh himself. <laughs> I kind of want to go into youth ministry. Um, so, and, yeah. And you might want to use, the not use, weird, say unique. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I'm unique if you haven't figured that out already. <laughs> okay, uh, so I've had a, uh, just the absolute pleasure of having these guys in my ministry and getting to know them. Um, so I, I would like to ask uh, you guys, other than myself and all of my sermons, what is your favorite part of the youth ministry and growing up in this church? My favorite part about attending First Methodist is definitely getting to meet people like Shiv and Emra, who have really like deep and concrete experiences with faith. I feel like it's really inspiring. My favorite part. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> is it is it my favorite part of of being favorite part? Group? Yeah. Okay, my favorite part was be getting into the youth group. I had never imagined in my entire life that besides staying at home, taking care of myself, that, that there was another life out there uh, waiting for me. His name is Jesus. And as soon as I came into the youth group, my, my whole life changed. Um, I, I wasn't always like such a talkative, I call myself talkative uh, when I'm really quiet in reality. But um, I, I never realized how much I would change as a person being in this youth group. It's, it's taught me, it, I'm matured by being in this youth group. And it is one of the greatest gifts I have ever been given in my, life, my entire life. <laughs> Great, wow. You know, as, as, I, as, I, as I hear your answers, I, I know both of you have a tremendous faith in Jesus Christ. And can you kind of talk about your experience here and how the church has played a role in your development, learning about Jesus, being devoted and committed. So, Sure. So I've been to a lot of churches before we came to this one, and by far my favorite part about the ministry for, the, like, the younger kids here is that Josh was willing to have, like, really deep theological discussions with me. Josh had deep conversations? I know. It's surprising. <laughs> it really is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. But... Uh, that was just really helpful when figuring out what I believe in my faith, being able to have someone who's willing to mentor me and not treat me like a young kid who didn't know what they were talking about or didn't need to understand really deep concepts was really helpful. Yeah. Christian? I'm very sorry. Can you recite about, the question? About how your faith is developed here. What okay. Is Okay. Yeah, I usually I have to put that. the questions up on the board during youth group, so. <laughs> I forget things really easily. Um, how my faith has developed. Um, well, I go through, oh my gosh. I go through my everyday life. There's, there's not a day where I don't go by, where I don't ever, where I think about, hold up. I don't ever go through a day where I'm not thinking about God or Jesus. There's always, I'm always connected to God, like, continuously connected in some way, whether that would be listening to worship music in the car, listening to worship music in, the, in my room, 
hanging out at church, hanging out with my, my friends. Most of my friends, I would say, are, are Christian and even go to this church. So um, how that's uh, grown my faith, um, it, besides, like, that character development I talked about earlier was really vital to me getting through high school. It, before I really had, like, an understanding of my faith in Jesus, I devoted my life into something called marching band. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life, and I, I don't regret quitting marching band. What does that have to do with faith? After I quit marching band, um, one of my closest friends uh, brought me to this church, and this is, this is where I began to, you know, witness this environment of unconditional love. And that unconditional love has taught me to, to love others. You, you just got to love others, and that's all I... That's all I devoted my high school life to. I've brought a few people to this church, and it, it's, it's overwhelming to, to think about whenever you realize, like, how much it... I'm not the person to change people. I can't, I can't force Jesus into anybody. But when they... When you see how they react to a new environment, something that they've never had before, it, it's, it's amazing. It's really amazing how God works in his magical ways. Wow. That's really, you know, to hear you guys talk gives me hope for the future. It, it really does. Doesn't it give you hope? Yes. Um, you know, going off to college is one of the biggest steps that you take in life. It's one of the biggest changes. And how do you, how do you see the church, not just this church, but the church, your faith, um, influencing or directing your life for the future. And Christian, you go first because you always forget. So. <laughs> well, I can't live without Jesus. So I got I to gotta keep going to, to church, however that may be possible, whether it's online, what, whatever tech has waiting for me over there, I'll continue to, to live the life of Jesus. That's, that's what I'm here to do. That's literally what my life's devoted to at this point. Yeah. I, can't live without, I can't live without Jesus. No way. I don't see you staying in electrical engineering very long. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> Noah? Well, I've been going to church since I was born, so I can't really imagine life without being a part of the church, and I'm not sure I have a really good concrete answer for you, but I know that God will continue to be a part of my life moving forward, for sure going to ACU where they require that I go to church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, um, it's not about the requirement. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. Uh, you know, it, there's one thing to be required, and there's another to have a desire, you know. There's, a, there's the difference between obligation and will, you know. And I really see the, your will to, uh, out of your love for Jesus to, to let that faith show and to have it influence your life, so. All right, so this is like the big question, and you guys can't embarrass me with this answer, all right? Uh, what is, what, what's a Bible verse that has been uh, meaningful or significant to you guys uh, throughout your life or in this church or in this season? <laughs> um, although I, I don't have a particular verse that is my favorite. I do want to say that in general, I do love hearing the stories of when Jesus actually like goes and like 
physically heal someone. That stuff is like amazing. I, I want to see that like in my lifetime. Any way, shape, or form, I got to see that. I got to see Jesus. <laughs> I mean, whether, whether it'll happen or not, like, I, I, just got, I just really want to see that. Like when he heals the paralytic, is that how you pronounce it? Paralytic. 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 And the, the man with the withered hand, that kind of stuff is really cool. <laughs> it's never a bad answer when you ask somebody what their favorite verse is and they respond with a book of the Bible, you know? That's a... <laughs> Uh, my fa favorite Bible verse is Genesis 6, 9. Noah was a righteous man and he walked with God. <laughs> partially because it's kind of funny. And uh, partially because uh, um, I'm not always surrounded by people who like go to this church or people who go to a church when I'm at school. And it's nice to have a Bible story about someone who continued to stay strong in their faith even when the people around them weren't. That's cool. And That's also cool. because it says that I was a righteous man. Yes. <laughs> and he is. <laughs> when we were talking about this yesterday, I teased him and I said, I'm going to ask how you are righteous. And, uh, <laughs> but he said, oh. So <laughs> you want to answer that question? I mean, I'm not sure anyone can be like righteous at least by themselves. With God, maybe, but I'm not sure I could truthfully say that I'm a righteous man. Well, through the blood of Jesus. Yeah. And forgiveness of Jesus. That's what we're about. None of us are perfect. We, uh, we, we live in that righteousness. So, you know, we have, we have other seniors, and I, I wish we could have them all up here because they all have similar stories. And because this church has had a tremendous influence. And I wanted you to see what, what you are doing through people like Josh, our youth volunteers, the, uh, the donations that you give, and, and the lives that, that we see come out like this, you know. And uh, anything you want to say to the church at this point? Any last words? Well, not last words, but... <laughs> Very ominous. Um, That's a surprise question, <laughs> by the way. Um, I, I say um too much. Just thank you guys for being here. I know it's all, with everything going on right now, it means a lot that you... Online, too. All of you guys online. It, it means a lot that you guys are here listening, um, taking in everything that we're saying. Whether you're actually listening or not, I, I thank you for at least being here. <laughs> That just made, I was just trying to make myself less nervous of Why am I nervous? <laughs> uh, yeah, just everyone who's in person and online, thank you for your continued support of the church. The youth group really has been an important part, I'm sure, of both of our lives, and I know a lot of other people's, and y'all are the ones who make that happen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for being here. I want to go back to the scripture that was read. You may have missed the, the, the instruction of that scripture. Um, the psalmist there, if you'll remember, look it up when you get home, says these words about our responsibility. It talks about the words of God, the presence of God, and then says, we will not hide them from our children. We will tell the coming generations. We will teach their children, and we will rise up and tell. 
four times that encouragement, that challenge, that responsibility. And then here's the result. That they might know that they they would set their hope in God, that they will not forget, and they will keep his commandments. You know, when, when I hear young people like this talk, I have hope for the future of the church. People may tell you otherwise, but the church is making a difference. We are making a difference in the name of Jesus Christ. So thank you, and God bless you.